Ayo. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yizzo! Hi. Hello. Are you okay over there? Yeah. Is everything okay? I'm about as good as I'm going to be, child. Is it going to be okay, I think, is all I'm worried about. I think it's going to be okay eventually. Hmm. I do. I do. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Roni Roan, but let's let's get into some other topics before before we get into that. So, Shanti, what's your updates? It's all about the coronavirus. I'm not quite all right, sure well, that's right. what good. <laughs> what we could possibly talk about. I just felt well. When did I start texting you? Like, girl, this shit is hit the fan. I guess I don't it know. was you started, as soon as Tuesday? I think when you left. After you were up here, I think it, it was like probably, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, it was like Tuesday or Wednesday where I was like, oh no, we got to go get food. Like, I think because this is like my parents' wet dream and all my life they've been talking about like, yeah, you know, this shit's going to hit the fan and go get some vaccinations and they go put the chip in behind your ear and then they've got to go get, you know, this got to go get all this. Dude, dude. And so like all of that has finally come to the surface and I'm like oh man I didn't buy the farm (laughs) fuck (laughs) I'm not on the farm and I don't know how to grow my food and neither did I don't know enough to homeschool Jojo so we're all fucked it's just it's just hit the fan so I've been in a little bit of like I go in and out of like yo this is this is terrible to just what you said everything's gonna be okay it's just gonna pass and I think it will pass but I think it's just it makes me feel like um I was caught with my pants down it makes me feel like and I think like a lot of people this the way that the system is set up and the way that we live our lives and what we're dependent on it doesn't you know it's very fragile and I don't know if it really supports us. So, you know, shit hits the fan and I don't know. I've just been spiraling out of control. I actually need to to stop, but I keep doing it. So I wish I had bought a farm. <laughs> what would that have, girl? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's kind of like. I don't know. Everything started to get super real at work. And it was like, okay, lots of things being canceled. And then it was like, it was just weird. It was like our senior leadership would be meeting. And then we would all get called into a room and our like, with our perspective departments. And it would be 
some new stance of like, no, everything's happening. Uh, we can't, we're not going to have a public statement until we have a public statement written. And then like one hour later, be like, okay, this might be canceled. And then another hour, be like, everybody give us your business cards. And it was just like, what? Like every five seconds, it was something different. Oh, you guys got your business cards revoked. Yeah. Wow. And then, um, yeah, it was like, okay, no one can spend any money for anything, for any service. It's, we cannot hire anyone to do anything. Cause our, our, where I work, we're dependent a lot of the time on ticket sales. So everything's being canceled. And then it was, um, you know, okay, let's all meet. If you want to work remotely, you can work remotely. And then it was, everybody needs to work remotely. It was just like, it was just got intense real fast, real quick. And then it was like, we don't know if we're going to be able to make payroll. I was like, excuse me? And then it was all part-time employees basically cannot work and we're not paying them. And I was like, that is terrible. That made me sad. I I don't know. It just is a lot. It's a lot of people that's going to be affected in a lot of different ways, even outside of the health scare. Um, so for me, then it was, I get home and it's Airbnb, like we're refunding anyone and everyone's like reservation. So now I'm like, fuck, I got this room (laughs) that is vacant. There was a, the poor girl who was here, she was supposed to be there until the end of the month. She just literally got her shit, packed it up and left today and went to the airport without a ticket, without anything. Because she was just like, I'm not going to be able to get out. She got a notification from her travel agent saying that her ticket was null and void to get home. And they weren't refunding her money because it was like through a third party. So I was trying to like calm her down and tell her like, you need to just fight that through your credit card, through who you paid for. Long story short, she got to the to the airport and her ticket home was $4,000. And I was like, that is a fucking sin because they know that these people need to get out. I guess. I don't know. I was really shocked to hear that because everybody's been talking about how cheap everything is like, Oh, we go to Cancun for this. We can do like making jokes. Is she not going to Europe? She's going to Germany. Yeah. Yeah. No, they ain't. mm. So I felt terrible for her. It's just like a lot. So like, you know, watching the news and seeing Trump change his story and now all of a sudden, you know, this might be a, an issue till August and for like, yeah, know, like a whole just, season. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, and I'm just thinking about money and how I'm going to pay for my apartment with that, with no, with a vacant room. Um, Cause that room, it's not like I, it's just profit. It pays for a, a third of the rent here. So it's just, just figuring it out and praying that my job doesn't come back with any bullshit. Like, you know, you are either laid off or you are, you have to take half a salary. I have a friend who makes like, you know, six figures and he was told that his salary is getting cut in half until further notice. So it's just like, you know, people who are responsible for folks, you know, responsible for helping parents, they, you know, they make more money. So their apartments are more expensive. Like it's just a a lot. And then the stock market is crashing 
and Trump finally admitted today that we might go into a recession. Um, and I just put all this money into the stock market um, because I was advised that my money was losing money just sitting in an account. So it's just, you know, I'm trying to just be okay. Like, oh, all right, we're going to be all right, we're going to be all right. But it's a lot of money going out and not a lot coming in. Um, and it's interesting because I don't have family really here. So it's just a weird feeling of like, oh, I got to figure this shit out. <laughs> and then my my mother texts me or called today to let me know that like, her workout partner, who she worked out with yesterday, just tested positive. So that's stressing me out because it's like, my mom's not old, but her husband is. My mom's in good health, but I that just is a worry, you know, like, ugh. So I don't know. I don't know. Those are my updates. I'm, I'm sitting in the house. But I'm like, I have a PSA, I, and it's just, I was, I was practicing social distancing, this weekend, I hung out with a friend all weekend, and he was, like, really wanting to go out. He was really frustrated and was like, come on, we can do this, we can do that. And I just think it's so irresponsible for folks. I know that there are folks that have to go to work, and I'm not talking to them. I know that there are folks who, like, there's shit they have to do. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking about people who have the means to stay home, who get paid regardless, who can work from home and who are complaining about not wanting to go to a bar or like it's different in New York right now. Like New York is shutting down. Like the restaurants are closing. If they stay open, they can only, you can only order takeout and that's if they stay open. Um, they're thinking about instituting a curfew. Like we're the second highest um, rated place in the nation to have this issue, you know, to have coronavirus. So they're doing a lot to try to contain it. And like this shit can't be contained if folks aren't still mingling. You know, I think back to that episode where I was, it was, I could hear myself not being able to breathe that well in that episode. And that hospital has called me numerous times to say like, do you have a fever? Do you have a fever? Are you feeling okay? And I know that it's because they're thinking like maybe she could have possibly had it. And that is that's and now it's coming out that that is a possibility and they frank frankly they told me that like it's possible that you had it. It's possible that that was your only symptom because there's people walking around that are asymptomatic that are spreading this virus that again it's not a death sentence if you get it. Um but spreading it and they have no idea. And so I just think that, like, just because you feel good, you know, it's so irresponsible for you to be like, oh, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go hang out with a bunch of friends. Like, apparently, like, Awesomely Lovey or Awesomely Jesus. Isn't it just, what's her name? Lovey. Girl. Awesome. I think it's Awesomely Lovey. What the fuck is Lovey. Everybody should know who Lovey is. But she just posted online how pissed off she was that her homies in Chicago were at like a day party, smoking hookah, sharing hookah. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, seriously. It's it's just like you endanger all the people who are nurses, who are doctors. Like, you run the risk of them not having enough respirators. You run the risk of hospitals just being overrun with sick people because you won't just 
stay confined to your home. And it's super uncomfortable. And it's nobody who just wants to be in their house all day. But like, if you are feeling good, just stay in too. Not even just if you're feeling bad. If if you are not in contact with humans, then you for a while, then the risk of spreading this becomes so much lower, and they can contain it. We already don't well, have enough I tests. Heard that it, I heard that the quarantine doesn't actually change it. It just slows down the the. It just slows it down just a little bit, so that uh, what it doesn't I don't understand over, what sense that makes. Like if you if if HIV is rampant, how can you stop HIV? You can stop fucking, right? Well, so like, the they're way, saying that it's not airborne. That's what they're saying, that it comes from human contact, which is why they're advising people. Which I don't even believe that it's not airborne. I think that it is too, but they're saying that it's not. So like, just staying away from people can absolutely reduce transmission. Right, like I don't that's know, just child. these are these are just there's so many things online. I heard I that know, it just helps with the with the hospitals and not being inundated. It just like somehow, but that's a that's changed. a huge risk. No, like, I know. I'm I'm not. Listen, I'm Anne Frank. Call me Anne Frank. I am Anne Frank. I'm, I'm serious. It's just like I my. It's just these these hospital workers have to go home to their families there's all these videos of them like sleeping on the floor just exhausted they're running out of masks i was listening to a reporter from the atlantic talking about how there are doctors who are literally putting masks on and they're supposed to swap them out but they don't have enough so then they're just going in the next room with the same mask possibly contaminating another room like, we're not prepared for this, and we all need to do our due diligence. Like, there was a woman who wrote, I can't stay home. You know, I work for FedEx, so all these packages that people are buying because they're staying home, I have to be out and about. Obviously, I'm not talking about her. You're a fucking hero. I wouldn't want to be out and about. But, like, you're endangering those people. Like, just chill. Like, the complaints. That's I mean, what I'm not getting. for like, leisure. Like, I don't get that. Right. Yeah. Like, if it's like, leisure, it's come on. Like, y'all mad that the bar is closed? If you don't sit the fuck down, like this is serious. So your friend wanted to go out and was like, it's not good? just my friend. It's just, it's, it's multiple people. It's a lot of people that I'm talking to. It's the fact that my mom's husband, when she got this news and she was like, oh shit, he was like, well, we can still go to the shore. It's like, no, the fuck you can't. Like you, you need to quarantine yourself and you need to call the health department tomorrow and tell them this. Like both of y'all need to be quarantined. So you're going to travel from Philadelphia to Cape May and possibly like that's how this shit is spreading. It's reckless. And and there's not enough tests to even make sure that people are good. So I'm just imploring. I'm just begging folks to please. I know it's difficult. There's people in the house with fucking kids crying and carrying on. Just stay just just stay in your house. Go outside, go on your porch fine but like all this social gathering shit is like i have somebody that invited me over their crib tonight for like they're having a card party it's like you're missing the fucking point of quarantine like you're missing this there's people i forget there was a woman on cnn who was talking about how she got it from a party and she knows it was from a party because 10 other people at that same party got it and it was like a little house gathering it's like people really need to relax and chill 
If it's not necessary, just stay in. We're going to be uncomfortable. But we're going to be all right. But we we owe it to all these people that are trying to help this situation. Like, if we don't take it seriously, then we're really going to be on lockdown like Italy. I think if, that's coming. That's what I'm saying. I New York, it sounds coming. like it's coming. Like, they, they not playing over here with our asses. They about to have a whole curfew in this bitch. He's like from five to five. You yeah, like no, you I can't be outside. Think it's a lockdown. It's coming. <sighs> so we just, I just before we get to that point, we can help folks out. We can really help folks out. We just need to be smart. We just need to be smart. Remember when I said let's talk about other things besides coronavirus? Girl, you went off. I'm yeah. just. It makes me so mad. It does. It's like, what are you doing? What are y'all doing? So stay in well, the goddamn house, okay? If you can. Because I understand. I can't imagine being someone who, who is like part-time. We're going to get into that too. But like who's like a part-time employee or something. Or an hourly employee and just being told. Or who just got laid off. I know mad people who just got laid off. Yeah, the economy's fucked. Yeah. That's like, why this shit is not sustainable. Y'all think I'm like you guys? It's not sustainable. It's just not. Does not support life. Period. Does it's not also, support survival. It it's does also, not support community. <laughs> but it's it also doesn't. really interesting too because there's an article that came out that said America is a lie, and it was all about how all of these fucking rules, like all of a sudden, oh, there doesn't have to be any um, interest rates on student loans all of a sudden like they can just pull that off and then it's yeah, like oh no, it's just, yeah you can get you can get on a plane with a 20 true. ounce bottle of we hand sanitizer that's property. fine it's just like what get your loans buy a property because it's really cheap now <laughs> you had trouble buying a house before try now it's all just levers and things it's crazy well, we're and there's see. people that can help everybody $500 million were spent in losing. So there's people Are out there. Are you talking about Bloomberg? Money. Yeah, like there's money well, out there. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk Be- about it. Yay. yay. I'm, a, I'm skipping a little bit, but this coronavirus bill that Nancy Pelosi went on television, I'm doing research on, and I'm, I'm still doing research on it. But for politics as usual, I think that we need to read the fine print of that bill and weep. So the Republicans gave the Democrats a really hard time with that bill, and that bill is still not passed. It's halted in the what um, bill? Senate. People don't know what you're talking about. The coronavirus relief bill, just that one. Um, you know, she got on TV and was talking about what a great victory it was. But if you look at the fine print, it doesn't feel like a great victory. Um The New York Times released an article called There's a Giant Hole in Pelosi's Coronavirus Bill. One, I don't think it's fair to call it Pelosi's Coronavirus Bill. That's the first thing that I'm looking at because media literacy is a thing. But like she didn't, this was not the bill that she wanted. This was the bill that Republicans agreed to. Um, So House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Friday night celebrated the coronavirus legislation that passed early Saturday as providing paid sick leave to American workers affected by the pandemic. Sounds great, right? But um, in in the fine print, 
The bill guarantees sick leave only to about 20% of American workers. Um, Big employers like McDonald's and Amazon are not required to provide any paid sick leave, while companies with fewer than 50 employees can seek a hardship exemption from the government. So you have Mike Pence, the vice president, going on television saying, if you're sick, say, stay home. You're not going to miss a paycheck. But that's just not true. Um, sick workers absolutely should stay home, but there is no guarantee that in an emergency that most of them will get paid. So the bill... The bill requires some employers like to provide full-time workers with up to 10, only 10 days of paid leave. But the requirement, again, it doesn't apply to the U.S.'s largest employers, companies with 500 or more workers, who together employ roughly 54% of all workers in the USA. So there's like a case at Waffle House, right? where an employee tested positive for the for the virus this month and Waffle House has is refusing to promise to pay sick workers while they stay home refusing and now under this new bill because they don't have 500 employees or more they could qualify for a big tax exemption so that was the victory in it but for larger companies like they said, like Amazon, McDonald's, they have announced like volunt well, not Amazon or McDonald's, but some larger companies have announced voluntary grants for their workers of paid sick leave who yeah, are I affected by the virus. And Walmart agreed to continue yes. to, to Walmart, yeah. And a but Walmart think- employee tested positive, but wait, 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 for the coronavirus and the company announced that it would provide up to two weeks paid leave. But here's my issue with this. These are like these are voluntary policies that big corporations are granting workers. And many of these big companies have not announced any changes and have not promised workers paid sick leave, even if it is just two weeks. So and and they're being basically considerably less generous. So the employees like at these companies who are mostly at risk are the ones who are the low wage workers who can least afford to stay home without paid leave. They're the ones that are being overlooked by these big corporate benefits and shame on us for putting all of our hopes and dreams into big companies, providing their workers with paid sick leave instead of us demanding it instead of the U S government demanding it. We're just hoping that they do it. And if they do it, they they it's just like, okay, good, good, good. But what if they don't? So we're just completely at their mercy. They, they will do it because then the, the the economy will be shot. They have to. They have to. What do you mean they have to? They have they to don't give have to. those companies, they have to give all the small businesses, the small businesses that don't have 500 employees or not, they have to, they have to flood the market with cash again. Because I'm like, not saying they Walmart, shouldn't do it for Target. a small market. I'm saying that, th- that this should be mandated for everyone. It should be mandated that these big companies pay their workers if they are sick. That's what I'm saying. I'm not arguing that they should not give an exemption and a grant to small businesses. 
of, you know, 500 people or less. Not what I'm arguing at all. I'm saying that it should be that if you work for Target or Walmart or McDonald's or whatever the fuck, that you get paid if you are sick in a pandemic. It's ridiculous. Amazon. That's crazy. Yeah, capitalism and businesses doesn't matter. Cash flow is everything. Even those big, huge companies. Shame don't on us. know what their profit and loss is, though. Shame on us. We don't Shame know what the profit us. and loss is. So Amazon pe- doesn't even pay taxes. That dude is the richest man in the world. I don't want to hear that. It's true, I though. don't want to hear it, which is That's- why I, I don't believe in billionaires. I'm on my Bernie shit. I've never believed in that shit. But that is horrific. It's horrific. And I mean, and shout out to people like Mark Cuban. People that have that kind of money. That have I know. Of I, he's the person. Amazon's worth way more than that, but he alone is worth that. So yeah. that's his cut so, of his company, which proves he could absolutely take care of his workers. Exactly. I mean, I think, and there's a lot of other companies as well. There's a lot of CEOs that are foregoing their um, salaries. There's a lot of other people that are really stepping up and trying to figure this out but again the system doesn't work it doesn't make sense because there are but but my main thing is that it should not be people should not be at the the whim of the the ceos it should be mandated by government it our government should mandate these things well, Basic Bernie got a case now. If Bernie about. fucks this up, Bernie does not deserve Bernie it. Bernie <laughs> already fucked it up. They already had a... Um, if Bernie is not... Bernie already had a thing last night. They already had a debate last night, and it, it didn't go in the his ball? favor. He didn't drop the ball. I mean, I think in time... Ugh, we're just all over the place. But I think in times of a pandemic, people people are not interested in hearing, I don't think, the truth right now. People want to feel what? better. Let me just finish. Most of America wants to feel better. They don't, they want to be pacified. And so Biden went out there. He stepped out there. He was super presidential. And he just, his message was, we are going to be okay. This is how we're going to be okay. While Bernie's message was, I told y'all this shit was fucked up. It's really fucked up. And this is why it's fucked up. And that did not inspire people that terror, that, terrified people and he wasn't so super solution oriented whereas biden did agree like he did acknowledge this is an issue like a very serious one but here here's what we can do here's what i did with ebola here's da 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 and he kind of laid it out in a way where it just if i'm telling you to the average american person and all the feedback that I watched afterwards and listened to and read this morning, he was the clear winner. I mean, it was just like, and 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 he even made, I thought it was a terrible soundbite where he said people, what did he say, Biden? He said, people don't want a revolution, they want solutions. And in my head, I was like, oh, that's an awful soundbite. But people, but every, the rest of the country loved it. Nobody wants to hear we got to burn this shit down while it's already aflame. They want to hear how are we going to put the fire out? And that's what Biden gave them. Whether it's reality or or not, whether it's just that's what they needed to hear. That's what they're looking for from Trump and not getting. They just getting, we're doing a tremendous job. 
It's tremendous. It's this fucking guy. So I don't know. I mean, this is all, I think it makes a case for how how seriously vulnerable America is, the whole entire world is. You know, Bill Gates years ago had a fucking TED talk on this shit and was like, you know, he was on his dorky geek shit, but he was like, I think that the biggest existential threat to the United States of America is a global pandemic, a virus that we cannot stop, that we're not prepared to deal with. He fucking said it. This 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 shows you how vulnerable we are to like bio warfare. Like, child, we're not we're not ready. Unsustainable. It will not be sustained. Well, I hope it is sustained, child, because we here, so we got to figure this shit out. Um, but but you know, and then y- people freaking out because Idris Elba got it. <laughs> That's not funny. Why would I laugh? Yes, Why the fuck would I? You know I'm laughing because his wife. Did you see the video? His wife looks so concerned behind him. I said, and the Oscar goes to Sabrina was back there like, baby. I was like, girl, you need to get the fuck away from him. He got the Rona, but he <laughs> he didn't have any symptoms. He just found out that he was around someone that tested positive, so he got tested. And the tests. They keep saying that these tests are free. These tests are not free. I mean, none of my research says that it's free. I think that they're supposed to be now that Trump has so declared a state of hospital, emergency. So if you go to the you have to pay for one? Did it's, you get- very com- it's very confusing right now. There's an article that came, and I think it's ever-changing, right? Because once he announced it to be a state of emergency, that we were in a state of emergency, I think that releases a lot of funds for hospitals, governmental funds that weren't released early enough. But whether the test is... Right now, I'm looking at an article um, that says, from LabCorp, the coronavirus tests will cost anywhere from $50 to $100. That was published yesterday at 11.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shit has been changing by the hour. But the one thing that is consistent is that when you go to the hospital... The test might be free, but the care isn't. <laughs> like if you gotta stay, you gotta pay for that shit. The treatment isn't. The follow up isn't. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I, I I'm a I I'm 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 rooting for Nancy and them. I'm hoping that they get some shit done. But like I don't know. But anyway, you know Idris. He has zero symptoms. And he released a statement today begging people to take it serious. And he's like, you know, I'm staying in. I'm self-quarantining. I feel fine. NBA player boy who was playing around, who was the first one to get it in the NBA. God God rest the NBA soul. The world would be so much better if we had sports right now. I get that they didn't need to have it, but, like, I'm going crazy. I was re-watching Michael Jordan's flu game the other night. Just I don't even like sports, and I watched Space Jam yesterday, and it was lit. What? <laughs> You watched Space Jam. Space Jam Why? is lit. Space Jam For Jojo. is Jojo. Jojo has to see all the classics. We watched My oh. Girl today, too. Oh, my God. Which I Where's forgot Joe? was is really sad. Yeah. What's she doing? Watching another show. Girl, we ain't homeschooling over here. We are, we are <laughs> looking at classics. Did she, what did she think about My Girl? Did she cry? Child, I was crying. She was like, oh, you know Jojo's a thug. Oh my God! If Jodo didn't cry, she's like a sociopath. Cause my girl mm-hmm. is sad. 
I was like, damn, I forgot Macaulay Culkin died. How did you forget that? <laughs> that shit is devastating. It's like, I, this also is not a children's movie. What am Can I Can I tell you something? The last person I dated that you hooked me up with, kind of, he used to watch My Girl often and cry. Oh. See? I thought that was very interesting. He's a compassionate, healing yeah, person. Right. It deserves. Right. Next. <laughs> um. Anyway. Also, um, the Dow had its worst day in history today. So, it's unsustainable. <laughs> unsustainable. <laughs> well, but I really do believe we're going to be all right. I say all this, but if we, I think this is such a time. When you say it's going to be all right, you together. think you say it's going to continue on as it was going. Like it's not. What's what you mean by all right? What do you uh, mean by it's going to be all right? I'm hoping that we come out of it better than we <laughs> left it. I'm hoping that this gives us an opportunity. One. To, I, I was really happy when I saw the videos of people in Italy and not that they were confined to their homes and quarantine, but the humanity behind it when people went out on their ledge. I don't know if you saw this. And they started playing music and they started singing and then other people came out of their windows. And then before you knew it, it was like a whole block of people singing some song in Italian. It was really beautiful. And I just thought to myself like, if we do, like, this is such an opportunity for us to to disconnect, reconnect, and really think about our priorities um, and think about, like, if you are confined to your home and you're left with yourself, you know, where, where does that leave you? How can you be better after this? And to be more grateful. Like, just just today, I went outside and like just sat in the sun and like read and I I don't think I've ever done that I I know I have never done that where I live right now but let's just took that in and like that was enough in that moment it was also all I had but it was enough whereas like I wasn't worried about ASOS packages and what the next event she was and how cute. Packages. I'm serious how cute I was going to look or I need to get my hair done or I need to do this. Like, I think that we can come out better. Like, I was really inspired when I was at the grocery store yesterday and mm. there were people who weren't fighting and shoving and acting a rank-ass fool, but they were instead rationing stuff out. They were like, yeah, oh, I'll take this one, you take this one. or the, You know, like... Humanity isn't going to go anywhere. That's all that's real. But I feel like that that has gone somewhere because we've gotten caught up in this matrix of what's not real, of all the outside shit. That's indestructible. But everything else? Oh, I think humanity is absolutely destructible. Absolutely, I do. You think that humanity is destructible? In certain people, I think we lose sense of it. Absolutely. I think we get to a... Yes, I think we can get ourselves to a certain place where we lose touch. If we're not actively holding it near and dear and reminding ourselves about it, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. I could be wrong. Well, I guess I think that 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 it, that choice or that relationship, right, with oneself and one, with each other is is always is going to be all right if you're going to say it's going to be all right is always going to be all right and is always in play and always 
always happening, regardless of, you know, whether it's caveman or, you know, we floating around in space doing weird shit. But everything else, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if this, I don't know if us going back to the way things are or were is a sign of everything's going to be all right. But we'll see. Do you think that we'll only go back to the way things were? Absolutely. I think I mm. think that there's going to be if if you're just just what you said, if Biden's just like, you know, if there's not like since a serious systemic change, if there's not like or a global like oh you know, rather than a whew, then yeah, you know. Wait till the Wait, fucking. Did, did you hear what you just said? Uh, uh rather than a phew. Yeah, Girl, like a, what oh, does that mean? rather than a like, oh gosh, we we got out of that one. Wait till wait till the weather acts crazy. I don't think that this is a oh. I don't think I don't. I I'm hoping that there is a oh moment. I really am. I Shout really out am. Shout to Oprah. <laughs> Shut up! I can't stand you. I really am. I'm hoping. And praying and wishing. And but, waiting. Or, um, yeah. Shout out to new J Electronica album. No, that's that's a bright, that's a high point. That <laughs> is a high point. And Why? a surprising one. I think I it really was genius it. for him to come out while everybody's stuck in the damn house. While everybody's stuck in the house? <laughs> yeah. Like, listen to this, y'all. I know you just waited a thousand years for it. It was... Mm. Um, I don't. I never followed him. I didn't. You know. I listened to his features on other people's albums or whatnot. I knew that that's Erica Badu's baby father. So I wasn't like ever waiting for his album to come out. But when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, this is dope!" So many people are going to take their shahada now and join the Nation of Islam as well. So shout out to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad still leading you the black are men into. Me. Righteousness and, you know, separating the white man. But you know, he has like a Jewish girlfriend. Apparently, he's like married to a or in, with a Rothschild. What? <laughs> yeah, just so funny. You can't make this shit up. But are you being serious? Yeah, I think so. I really do. All right. Well, shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Good for them. Real good for them. Yeah. So, did you like it? The album? I did. I needed to listen to it again. I I have plenty of time right now to listen. I was, um, yeah, I do like it. I think that it's really interesting. I, I was talking to my friend about it, and I think it's really interesting how, you know, like, the whole Yoruba culture is like just so <laughs> it's just it used to be something that was so frowned upon and like people didn't know about it at all and then it was also like looked at as like voodoo witchcraft this that and then to have jay just on a track talking about first of all the fact that he's featured on the album so heavily is crazy but to just have him on a track like i'm shango i'm, I'm shango i'm th like it's just it's it's wild I don't know Listen, if it's safe, but it's Jay -Z, wild. 
It's wild. Like this spiritual shit really work. This spiritual shit really work. <laughs> B, she had <laughs> twins. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think We're it's good. I need to give it another listen. But I really like the production, yeah, and I really great. like that track that samples Rihanna. That higher. He's not as sweet as the oh yeah. When I die, please don't tweet about my death. Yeah. Trying to get mixed, bringing attention to yourself. Yeah. Please don't post some pictures. I'm talking about. No, no, off the top of my head, we have to add that in. I don't know. Don't be telling uh, me how to edit. <laughs> Make sure you add that in. So don't ever <laughs> tell me how to edit. No, but you know what else I discovered? I didn't really discover it. Somebody put me on. A couple of people. Asa. Asa is like a. I believe a Nigerian artist. She's a shit. ASA. How y'all do look you her spell up. That? I just said ASA. Oh. But she has some track. American Statistical it. Association. Help I hate me out. ASA. I don't have a Apple iTunes, so I do I have iTunes. Say. I don't have Apple music, so this shit won't play. <sighs> God oh, damn she's it. cute. What's she talking you about? You see her? She's Nigerian. She has this one track. It's so funky. I'm, I want to find it because I want to play it. Who did I? I sent it to Chi, who was on the episode last week. Did y'all like that episode? Mm. I don't know if they did. I hope they did. Where is it? Oh, it's called... Oh, I don't know. what the <laughs> E-Y-I-N Mummy. <laughs> but this song goes super hard. Did you, did you see it? Hard in the paint. E Y I N Mummy. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, I'm on my phone. You know, over here. This was a bad idea. Oh. <laughs> I'll play it. I'll play it. So funky. Her and then some Nigerian rapper. I'm going to look him up. Know, all Nigerian. Internet. I was, what's he, your, I was um, hanging out with a Nigerian. Me, I'm about why. to start calling you, uh, what's your name? <laughs> that was a good name. Afua? Name. <laughs> <laughs> only call Nasty you Afua. C. Yo, Nasty C. The song is called King. Nasty C featuring ASAP Ferg. This shit goes hard. You niggas got balls talking all that shit. Niggas these days talk more than a bitch. Internet gangster, click boy, click. Shut the fuck up, dog. Sit, boy, sit. Being fake niggas, we just don't mix. They hugging too tight, now it's dick on dick. I take what I take, cause it helps me think. You should be careful what you put in your drink, little boy. Certified womanized deal. Turn up on that little bitch from night. Yeah, I feed her to <laughs> and he had the song um what was that beyonce and jay song it was like uh, da, 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 all da, 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 da. i need in this life is sin girl no it was it was on their latest thing <laughs> hell no nah, hell no nah, that junk beyonce somewhere quarantined like, but I need he to had go to my planet listen he had a hell nah before them and it seemed like the boy pleaded for me and it seemed like Jay stole the whole hook, child. The whole thing. Yep. He probably got That's paid. what they do. They're That's like, what they this do. is hot. It is now ours. That's what they Tell do. Tell them to sign a, a, a DNA. What's it called? DNA. Oh, 
and NDNA. Ciao. That's how I said it. Play it back. I said it right. No, you didn't. And NDA. NDA. Oh. NDNA. NDA is closed. (laughs) Oh, you're not well. Yo, Space Jam was hitting. You, you got to watch is, Space Jam again. I, I know The music, aside from R. Kelly, that soundtrack was everything. Can you hear this? Everybody. Can you hear this? Girl, if you don't stop trying to listen. Can you hear the sound? This joint goes hard. Just listen to it. Because this is good music for the uh, for the house quarantine. It's so funky. Girl, I cannot hear that. For You're a hater. I'll play it on that. See how you just played the shit out of me? All right, now. I can't hear it. What you want me to say? How can you not hear it? I had the phone right by I the I can't speaker. hear it well. It's not well enough for me to be like, oh, this is the banging hip-hop and R&B. Girl. Are we going to the voicemails before we get into our main topic? I'm sick of you. You just hurt my feelings. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I can't hear it, but I'm excited to hear the new music. Why didn't you set it to me on uh, Spotify? Because I was saving it for the episode this episode all over the place chale oh you know what else i want you to do you know what else i want to do i would really like to go on instagram live with you i requested that a couple days ago and i'd like to see our raggedy asses if people saw how we look they would they would no not right now i'd be embarrassed they wouldn't follow us all right general (laughs) speak for yourself all right Here's a voicemail. I hope this is around the way, Curls. Um, My name is Carrie, and I wanted to call. I have a few things to say. Um, This message might be a little long, so I apologize in advance. But I love you, too. Antoinette and Shanti, I've been following you guys since back in the day, YouTube days. Um. I've really, since following you and listening to you both on your podcast, I've seen the growth (laughs) in you both, and I hope this doesn't sound weird, but I'm really proud of you. Um, Your podcast, there's so many different topics, but I laugh, like hard laugh, cry laugh, Um, and then there's sometimes when I cry, Mm. and... From my experience in life, when something you read or watch or listen to um, invokes that much emotion, that means that you're doing something right. You're on the right track. You guys go deep, but it's topics that anyone can relate to. I'm in my mid-40s, and I know you guys are younger than me, and for me to still feel something in the topics that you guys cover, you're on the right path. You really are. Um, so I'm going to try to wrap this up. So basically, you guys are doing a great job. So don't think that what you're doing is not touching people. It's touching lives. It's making a difference. It really is. Mm. Um, I'm going to read the um, the book that you guys just talked about, Pleasure, Activism, I'm definitely going to read that. And, um, you know, I hope that book will definitely help a lot of women, you know, and kind of give us the confidence 
to kind of move forward in life um, with the thought of doing things that bring us pleasure and making us happy without feeling any guilt or shame. Anyways, um, one last thing. I, I did want to also give a suggestion on a podcast topic. I know that Shanti moved out of the country um, a few yeah. years ago. I, I would love to hear about her experience with that, what she learned, um, you know, and just kind of talk about that um, journey. I'm really just curious because I know that was a, a life-changing event. So, um, okay, I think that's it. Thank you so much, and I love you guys. All right, bye. That was, yo, that really, that... when I heard that, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Isn't that a great, first of all, she needs a podcast because I could listen to her talk all day. Yes, where her affirmations at? I know. I know. Thank you, Shit, sis. Thank that you. meant a lot, yo. Thank you. She said, so much. She said, so don't feel like what you're doing is not touching people. I was like, okay, you're right. So I'm starting to think, why the fuck are we talking our shit? That's beautiful. You going to talk about when you moved to Guatemala or nah? Yeah, I mean, it's going to disappoint everybody. (laughs) Not now. I should have stayed there. I'd have been like, yo soy Shanti. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you got drunk after after we recorded with the PVO guys and you called Jason and you were like... Yeah, uh, <laughs> he never listened to that voicemail. So when I saw him, oh, he was like, yeah. Sean, he was like, you left me a voicemail. And I was like, what? And he listened to it. It was like, yes, son. <laughs> it was you drunk. <laughs> and he was like, who is this? Like, it's Shanti. I, I, I was, was talking cracking up. Spanish. He said that you spoke very well. And I was yeah, like, for you. real? I, lo- I, I really missed out on a great opportunity. All right, well, we'll talk Shit. about that. We'll, Jojo we'll have could a be bilingual. Jojo ain't even reading English right now. She just watching <laughs> Space Jam, so you fucking up. <laughs> Jojo out here is all problematic. I believe I can fly. <laughs> all right, we got one more voicemail. No, that's a good, that's at least a segment. Um, I'm happy she's reading the book, too. We're going to get into pleasure activism in a second. But here's another one, and you might like this one, Shanti, because he talks about it's a guy, and he talks about your ovulating penises. Yes. <laughs> ATWC, Anthony <laughs> How you do? How you be? Uh, this is Akil from uh, DC. I just wanted to call and say thank you all. You know, thank you for sharing your time. Thank you for the enlightening conversations. Thank you for just sharing yourselves. I know it can't be easy with. Uh, <laughs> You all's respective schedules and lives. But I just want you to know I'm appreciative of all of that. Mm. Um, Sean, you might be on to something with the male ovulation. <laughs> Especially if men sync up like women do when they share the same space. What, one, maybe two days of both people on a hundred making love fucking? Yeah, my G, you might be on to something. Um, oh. If y'all decide to share this, I just want you to know that Antoinette, you can call me at any ungodly time. Oh, I knew time. it. <laughs> Accidentally, I knew of course. It. I hope like, you all have a to... wonderful day on purpose, and I hope to see you all in DC on the No, 21st. he's making fun of me because I accidentally called Peace. that girl in that episode. Remember when I was like, I'm going to play yeah. her thing, and it was like, ring, ring. <laughs> R.I.P. Black Love Experience. Oh, uh, not R.I.P. What's the, ne- that's the new date? <laughs> 
There's a new date for Black Love Experience in DC. August 29th. Yeah, Pull up a kill. Pull up. If you really about about you really want me to call you late at night. Pull up in my damn DMs or pull up at the Black damn. Love Experience. Whoa. <laughs> the world's about to end. We got to shoot shots, okay? Akil, like I'm going out and make love, fucking. <laughs> also, you're ovulating for like ovulating four penis. to four to six days, just just to be on the no, safe he side. Was don't saying, be out here. No, he was saying fucking people's lives up. No, he was saying that if if men and women, if a man has an ovulating penis while a w- woman has an ovulating body, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Oh God, it just sounds... and they link up. At the same time, so if they spend a lot of time together and then they sync up the way women sync up when they're around each other, then they could just be make love fucking a whole lot. That's, that's what he was saying. Uh, this episode just went down the tube. Shout out to make love fucking. Wow. People get it too. They People get it. That. I like, think they're like, yes. And if you don't get it, you with the wrong person. Or it's you. You are the wrong person. <laughs> you ain't shit. And you need to slow down or speed it up. Who you knows? know what I want to say too? I think that people I had a conversation about make love fucking and I <laughs> oh, really? I did. And I think that someone suggested to me that the pathway to make love fucking was to not fuck. And and it was to to refrain from penetration and to do everything else humanly possible to please your partner and to get them to orgasm without having sex. And then you find the intimacy within that. And then you add the penetration onto that. And then you just out here make love fucking. And I was like, that's actually a a really good idea. Sounds like a whole episode to me. Okay. If you're going to get vulnerable and talk about it, you know, there's many pathways to it. I don't know. There's many pathways. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Oh, no, we got to take... Should we take a break right now? I mean... Are you want to do pleasure activism when we get back? No, you are listening to Around the Way Curls with Shanti and Antoinette. We will be right back. Shanti and Antoinette. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. No. All right, we're back. I said what I said. We're back. All right, lead us in, Shantae. So officially, 
This is the official oh, beginning know. of Around the Way Curls Book Club. Ooh, Yay! Ooh, ooh, ooh. Do we need a theme um, music to that? Yeah. Read a book. Read a book. Read a book. Remember that? Yes. That, that's what that YouTube be. video. Exactly. <laughs> that is it. You're welcome. Um, and so we are reading Pleasure Activism. Now, we may never do this the fuck again, so don't think this is like some shit. You know, we just really are stuck on this pleasure activism book. So we're going chapter by chapter. Um, and this week, we just started at chapter one or section one. I didn't go beyond just for brevity. I didn't go beyond the... Um, Did you just say brevity? I yeah. feel like your vocabulary is getting better. Just like it's riveting, one chapter. right? <laughs> it's riveting, isn't it? <laughs> Can't believe it. Um Shit, where we at? So we went past the... We didn't do the introduction, because who reads introductions? I read the introduction. I went over the introduction when we introduced the book, child. That was the introduction. That's taken care of. So basically, we're just doing section one is, who taught you to feel good? Mm. And um, it's very short. And basically, Adrienne is leading us into kind of her pathway to understanding pleasure in her life. And how she's connecting the dots of pleasure and um, activism or pleasure and justice. And so she goes on to talk about the women in her life that have been inspirations and teachers um, or examples of folks that engage in pleasure authentically, unapologetically, and in many places for justice. So, or, you know, I guess that's the fuck, the mind fuck that pleasure is, is in many ways justice mm. is the they are they are one and the same um so she asks us and she gives you homework at the end which i think is really cute and fun um and i did the homework did you do did did, 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 did you do the homework internet no i didn't do the homework girl i'm sorry um well can you you can probably come off the dome you just be talking off the dome anyway so that's what we're going to talk about. It's just a short section of who taught you to feel good and the women in Adrian's life who have helped her to understand pleasure are her grandmother um, who had multiple children by m- many men and who was a um, just a, you know, uh, uh, hourly wage worker um, lower income bracket, you know, but also just like was always seeking pleasure and had these different lovers in her life in a way that, you know, she was just unashamed. And And a time when that was very, that was not the normal. Shit, Yeah, still in a time. Mm -hmm. She was just fly and and generous with all that she had. And um, she talks about Octavia Butler she talks about, of course, Audrey Lord, um, and then there's some co- some couple other academics. Frida, Frida, Frida Kahlo, mm-hmm. um, Joan Morgan, of course. I don't know Nin. Joan Morgan. Joan Morgan wrote the uh, most recent book. She's getting a lot of play, although she's always been around for um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. She did the whole new. Most recently, there was a book about 
the 20th anniversary around Lauren Hill. Oh, okay. I'm misquoting the name of it. Um, but she's always been around, but she kind of just got put on the mat because of that recently. I but, can, you I know, think academic. Shanti, I think I can hear myself in your headphones a little bit. Turn me down in your phone. Turn my mic down. Right. Um, but just all these different people in her life that have helped her in her discovery of what pleasure is. And so I really... I can't wait to hear from you guys. So I hope that's kind of a prompt. And this episode is for you guys to share the people in your life that have helped you learn what pleasure is or were examples of people that felt good. Um, And I'll go ahead and share mine. Um, Well, first of all, again, like I'm always, every time I talk about connecting, because I still haven't quite understood how pleasure and justice social justice work together and I've been every day it's kind of like become a practice of mine is to listen to the Audre Lorde essay um about exploring the erotic yeah exploring the erotic and there's a and she that's the next chapter actually is just that entire essay which is just like she just drops a bomb on everybody but um, they're erotic as power. And I still like haven't quite figured that out because I don't think it's something that I have yet to understand on myself. So that's what she just kind of leads off with is that she's just trying to connect these two and it's possible for justice to be pleasurable and not like a fight or a, a hard thing. Um, do you understand that? Yeah, I think I do. I think that when she when she equates pleasure to liberation, she's she's also breaking the confines of what we're told pleasure is and can be. And that's the liberation behind it. And the liberation she's I think what she's saying is oppression strips us of our pleasure. And in in many different ways, it's it's layered, but. If you are oppressed, you're not reaching your full potential when it comes to your own pleasure. Does that make sense? Like you can still find pleasure, but it's not so then, all that then you how deserve. Does that lead to, so how does that lead to like bonds, chains being broken? How does what lead to it? How does that lead to social change? How does that lead to like, you know, fucking well, black folks getting out of jail? Black joy is revolutionary, period, right? Just the fact, I, I don't I don't think that the oppression is necessarily, I think you're a little, um, what's the word? You're a little... Literal? No, you're, you're, the way you're looking at it is very, um, it's like tangible kind of things like jail and this and that. I think what it's saying is like, it's a, it's a mental thing as well. Whereas like just the act of being joyful, just the act of persevering, just the act of, of pleasure is is revolutionary is lip is in in the sense of like the average person wouldn't be able to still experience that within the confines of what black and brown people and queer people experience within this world in this country specifically so like i i sometimes think about um if you are in jail, for instance, how do people find pleasure? How do people find their pleasure? How do people access their joy there? 
Mm-hmm. Like that in and of it, like that's made to break you. That in, in and mm-hmm. of itself is revolutionary, is an act of resistance. You I see what see. I'm saying? A little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tapping into that, I think, allows us to vibrate and function at a level that we're not used to vibrating and functioning at, which allows mm-hmm. us to, I think, come together more and demand yeah, it allows certain for possibility. Things. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But who yeah. do the do the homework? Talk the homework. I want to hear yours. So who taught me to feel? Well, what's good? the homework? Say what the homework is, just in case there's people who haven't read the book. So at the end of the section, she has a little box and it says hot and heavy homework. Mm. Write up your pleasure activism. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Write up your pleasure activism lineage. Who awakened your senses? Who politicized your experiences of body, identity, sensation, feeling good? If they are still living, have you thanked them properly? If yes, good. Do it again. If not, reach out. If they are ancestors, honor them with a pleasure altar covered in sticky fruit, sweet smells, sacred water, and thick earth centered around fire. Gratitude is part of pleasure, too. Mm pretty dope um so when i close my eyes and i think about moments of pleasure i think some of my happiest moments were in maine and it's on my mom's side this is on my white side of the family my grandparents had a home or my on my aunts had homes in maine And so for like three weeks, two weeks out of the summer, I left and I would go to Maine and it was just, it was just wild. You go out in the woods and run and my aunt had a house near a lake so you could just walk down a hill and you could go jump in the lake and we would be in the lake all day and we would have like family reunions as well and you know, you know my mom so you can only imagine what her sister's are like they're very similar they're not as radical as she are but they're very self-possessed and very like assertive and powerful in ways that are similar to her and all of them are artists my mom probably being the least accomplished of them all so they're always like you step into their house and the walls are covered in art and there's color and they love music and I remember having like a family reunion and my brother, my eldest brother's wife was pregnant and my grandmother included. My grandma must have been like 78 and, you know, they had all partied and they liked, they loved to party. So even me going back, I think when I do let loose, that's definitely from watching the women in my family like while out and party and drink and dance and somehow all of the women only the women ended up down by the lake my grandmother included and we all stripped and we all jumped in the water and we all skinny dipped together and it was like generations of women and we all like circled around my sister-in-law's belly and she was pregnant and it was just it, that was just like a really powerful moment now that I'm thinking back because I, I just remember being young and like excited and like everybody's butt ass naked. But they've always had, they've never been like self-conscious about nudity. And that's, you know, 
black people especially are like, you know, white people are crazy in that way. So it was always like halfway inappropriate, but it was also another thing to see women comfortable with their bodies and not nitpicking their bodies and also Mm -hmm. like to the younger girls being like, oh, you have a beautiful body. Um, So that was one moment watching my, my, my aunt's while out in the summer times in Maine and like really enjoying themselves and doing like little collective things like that, that stick with me. Did you meet Kutia, Antoinette? Of course. Do you know Kutia? And then there's Kutia who's like, that's the first, just the auntie. Yeah. That is my aunt. Like that's your black auntie right there. And there was a time in my life where again, I was homeschooled. Family dynamics were weird, and my mom was away, and it was just me and my dad. And they were homeschooling, and like, but my dad really wasn't homeschooling, so I had to get a teacher. And so I was aching for my mom at this time and confused about what was going on. And my teacher was Kutia. Mm. And Kutia's from North Philly. She's loud as fuck, stylish as fuck, long locks beautiful skin will curse somebody out with the quickness but also like hold you up and do some Ayanla Vasant. she was the first person to introduce me to Ayanla Vasant. we went to go like North Philly when Ayanla was touring and small we went to go see her but she's just always been this like she she when I hear self-love I know what that means because of Kutia drinking water working out she never married and that hurt her, but she still, I would always see her even though she was pained by not being coupled and all of her sisters had kids and houses. I always saw her like fighting to, for her dignity and her own self-respect and always to like affirm herself and her value, even though she was different and she could party and drink. And she just loved, taught me to go out and eat and like loved up on me in a way that I'll never forget and and I was I always felt good around her because she was always like she didn't complain and she didn't have the heaviness that my mom would often have so I gotta reach out to Katia that's a good point I haven't talked to her shame on me but Katia is yeah nothing but time now sis I know I need to I need to check up on her seriously but that's those are really substantial folks, uh, women, that like, I was like, oh, like pleasure and comfort and erotic and feeling powerful and doing things that you love. Mm-hmm. Those were my, my, my teachers. Shout out to them. Hmm. I didn't <sighs> do this homework because I struggled with it. Mm. Cause I was like, I read it and was like, who, who awaken your senses? And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I really sat around and was like, Oh, I just didn't have those experiences. I didn't have those examples. And so I think, I think th- go ahead. Don't you think Renee is somebody that you're like, wow. Now. So I, I didn't have those experiences growing up. I'll say that the first woman that I came into contact with that really like, I remember thinking like, wow, she's like a 
amazing. It was this dance teacher of mine named Shante Andrews, and she um, saw something in me. She was a very, she was a voluptuous woman, a very beautiful woman, very could be very stern in her classes, but she would like work with me outside of my classes because I was super flexible. And she told she it was necessary because it was around the time when I was being abused. And she mm-hmm. taught me how to occupy my body and had like and I would be doing like all this I was like a weirdo contortionist at one point in all honesty growing up. Like I was so flexible and so like this, these deep stretches and I would be, she would just be challenging me physically. And then she was super strong as well. Like there's this, she did this piece where she literally was in a handstand in like this super risque kind of (laughs) outfit. And she, she had her legs like perpendicular to the ground. So imagine like how much ab strength she had. And she was, holding herself up with bricks, like on top of bricks. And she would put all of her body weight. She was a larger woman, put all of her body weight on one arm and drop one of the bricks on the floor. And then she would rotate to the next arm and drop the next brick on the floor until she was on the floor. And it was Mm. just like a show of absolute strength and physicality and womanhood. And I remember watching her lighting was always like super sensual. She did it that the, the piece that she danced to was, um, what was it? Sounds of, I think, what was that? That dun 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 dun. I don't remember what it's called, but I remember just hearing that and being in a fucking trance, looking at this woman like, I want to be like her. Like she is just dominating everything, and she she was just so unapologetic about it. She got on stage in front of all these fucking dads and moms, and was like. I I am a powerful woman and I remember just wanting I don't know and, and that gave me pleasure and that made me I don't know it made me come into my body and then I lost that for a while but I also would say the next person wasn't a woman it was a man and it was a man that I had like a uh how can I talk about this without it being it was a man that I ended up he he brought a lot of stuff to my attention. I ended up having like a very brief affair with him. Um, he was older than me, but like, and it wasn't an affair. It was more like a, we're going to spend this time together despite the fact that like, we're not going to be together. And we're both clear about that because of circumstances. But while I was there, he was a photographer and an artist and someone who just was, saw the world very differently and saw me very differently and I think he saw all of these things bubbling in me that I wouldn't let loose. And he would call me out on it. And he would take pictures of me. And the pictures of me that he, like, he would catch, they would be candid pictures, but then he would, like, show them to me. And he just saw me differently. And I think that helped me see myself a bit. And the experience that I had with him was an experience where I felt really safe and where I felt like I could be my whole self. Um, and so I, in doing that, I recognized how I wasn't being my whole self with other people and with other, especially within my relationships with men Mm -hmm. from sex, from just talking from intimacy, 
you know, like taking pictures. It, it, it was just interesting to see me through the lens of someone else who's, who, mm-hmm. who kind of exalted me in a way when I didn't really exalt myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say pure joy and pleasure and just someone who says, uh, who has like these orgasmic yes moments. So you know how, you know, they reference that in the book, like find your orgasmic yes is definitely Renee. Renee, owned by Femme, is someone who I wish she could. I don't. I wish someone could just follow her around with a damn camera all day because she literally, like, you get the sexy pose online and you get the hello, everyone. And but it's not, it's so much deeper than that. And it's, it's when you're around her. It's so inspiring to see someone who's really so full of life, who's not just doing it for the gram, who's like, that's really who the fuck this bitch is. She's really just so happy and so grateful and loves life and takes these risks and just she doesn't do what she doesn't want to do. You know, like I, I will watch these powerful and rich and famous men go after her and she'll be like, I'm sleepy I don't want to go anymore and <laughs> she just get in the bed and like turn the light out and be like uh. and whereas other women would be like oh my god such and such is texting me it's just like it's not her vibe she just doesn't give a fuck it's like I don't I don't want to do it or I do want to do it and I'm gonna go do it it's just I don't and she wants other people to feel that way and she 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 invites you into that world and she really loves to be around women. She loves to celebrate women. She's someone who's walking around butt-ass naked. I'm sure it's very easy for her because she looks the way she looks. But it's also just like, she's just comfortable. Comfortable in her skin. And and it's inspiring. But I, 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 I don't think that I grew up with... Um, with awakened senses or with a lot of people around me teaching me or, or, or seeing people who had awakened senses either. It was mm-hmm. a lot of like, stay in your lane, be proper, you know, that kind of thing. And a lot of, you know, when she asked the question, um, when Adrian, uh, the author, Marie Brown asked the question, who, who politicized your experiences of your body, identity, sensation, and feeling good? It's like, I could list more people in that category than the other one, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. So just hearing that, like my, I would love to go skinny dipping with my mother. She would never do it. And oh, we got to go. Sk- have you gone skinny dipping before? Years. No, never. <gasps> never in my life. Oh, Antoinette. Ever. Yo, that's what we have to do. And it has to be in like water, water. We can't just get naked in the tub. You want to just walk around naked in your house together? No, I'm not there with Why? you yet, boo. Cause I don't do that with anyone. Oh, I think you've never seen me naked before. You've never seen me naked. Yes, I have. Antoinette. When have you seen me naked? Fully naked. You've been my you friend for fifteen. I've, many times I've seen you naked, child, and it's when? amazing that your skin color is that color everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn, she really likes skin like <laughs> everywhere. She's like, I don't recall. Everywhere. <laughs> I never well, have like that's... a washcloth over me or a towel. 
Get out of here. You never no, saw me. No, you just butt ass naked. Oh, wow. I mean, you wasn't like walking around. I just caught a glimpse. Like, oh, oh you snuck a peek. Ooh, oh, you Antonis, like, oh, she was like she cream everywhere. <laughs> You're such a hater. You are. It's so not a hater. It's it's just a. I'm not hating. It's beautiful. I was just like, wow. You know, you ever really see somebody and you're just like, hair. wow, they're that, they're that color everywhere. I have a funny story to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you on this episode. But remind me, there's somebody, never mind. It's about my right. veins in my body. <laughs> but he used, you're stupid. But he used them oh, as a canvas. They're like, oh, I could, <laughs> I could use your veins for the lines. I was like, that means I'm so pale. That's what's inspiring <laughs> the art. It's my fucking veins coming through my skin. It's blue veins. It could be oh like oceans, God. rivers. No, I'm me my job. Had, had me. He. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I hope that people are still reading this book. I really like it. And Uses of the Erotic is up next. And the chapters are like three fucking pages so come on and read it but also this uses of the erotic by audrey lordo child this needs to be our bible yes but also we're gonna have these segments for the book club they won't be as long as this one <laughs> it's a little long how you know they might be they might be child when we start losing what listeners it's like i'm playing i actually think people fuck with this book i'm hoping we got to get Adrian on the show. She's like, first of all, stop saying my goddamn name out you illiterate mouse, <laughs> first of all. She probably will. It's going to be embarrassing. She'd be like, actually, it's 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 going to be a no for me. It's an orgasmic nah. <laughs> it's an orgasmic nah. <laughs> uh, all right, what's up next? I see you guys. You got some shit. Next. And in, ter- in terms of feeling good, you know, I think that we need to focus on love in mm. a time of Corona. So what can we do to create more love? Because that's, that's, that's all we have, really. I guess that's the only thing that's certain during this time. But um, I made a list of things that Internet didn't add to. So I'm just going to go off the list <laughs> of things you could do. Um, I think the most important thing to do is to make sure you have food. People that do not have food. If this is Thursday and you guys still have not gone shopping, you're fucking up. Like, this is serious. You need to go get food. You need to go get at least two weeks worth of food. And at this time, everybody's lost their mind and has, you know, bought up the grocery stores. So it's getting less and less. And if they really do do a lockdown, it's going to be like... Yeah. Some in some spaces you cannot leave your house. You get cited. You get in trouble. It's martial law. It's not it's in the U.S. yet. Not in the martial. Not in the U.S. But if they really wanted to stop it the way that they say they want to stop it, that's how you stop it. Motherfuckers can't go out. But in Philly, like, or I think it's in New Jersey. After eight o'clock, I don't know. I'm spreading lies. I won't go on with that. But you definitely need food and like nutrient dense food. So. Make sure you're getting beans yeah. and rice and frozen vegetables Not and chips. fresh fruit. You get chips like, too, it. but in, a, in addition. Who? Yeah, but like all those concoctions that you wanted to make, Google them. Get your fucking cayenne, ginger, honey, 
whatever. Keep it on the stove. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now is the time for us all to tap into the side projects and the things that we've been ignoring. Now is the time to start that book. Now is the time to start the podcast. Slide in the hose DMs. Make that collage. Oh, she got to be a <laughs> I just told somebody to slide in my DM. Shanti, stop. A kill. Like said, Don't listen to her. Tell her hold a tootsie roll on a pole. <laughs> Start that. Get some fresh air and sun because contrary to popular discourse, this virus does not thrive in heat. That's not true. That it's is, not. That is it not true. It doesn't thrive in heat. That has not been proven we have not that is a trumpism if i ever heard it that is not true i literally listened to the doctor today say we don't know what that, this virus does because well, we, it's new <laughs> we do not know that and just to be clear it doesn't even if it doesn't thrive in heat here i just need people to know it's winter other places like just because it's Get hot here doesn't mean it's hot all over the world and some fresh air okay that's all. Let's see. Coronavirus. Fake health advice you should ignore. <laughs> Everything Garlic. Shanti is telling you. <laughs> Miracle minerals. No, really. I agree with you. Homemade I Homemade hand sanitizer. They fucking hating. <laughs> all the things that you're like. Heat and avoiding ice cream. <laughs> Drinking water every 15 minutes. All of that. Don't listen to that. Stay inside. Drink as little water as possible. No, come on. All right. Keep talking about your love. Um, make love. Definitely. What if you can't make love? This is, you I don't feel seen. Listen, you can make love to yourself. What did Rihanna say? That got played out. Well, you ain't make love fucking to yourself then, child. I am. Watch your movies. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am make love I to am, myself. I yes, I am. am. <laughs> Get closer to your family and friends. Call. call. I got to call, call Katia. Katia. Yeah. I'm going to call Katia. I'm going to call my cousins. I think and you should pregnant. read a... Oh, my God. Now is the time to get... If you want to have this baby, get pregnant. Now's not the time for that. Yes, it is. I mean, if you want to bring a child into this fucked up world... Yeah, I don't do it. I wouldn't advise. Here are the list of things not to do. Get pregnant. Right. Don't get pregnant. <laughs> Don't do it. Reconsider. Read literature on coronavirus and the troubles of parenting. No, but I Don't also think it. take care of your, you know, I think something not to do is to just be watching the news 24-7, the coverage of it. Like, it's it's very important for us to, you know, check in and make sure we know what the happenings are. But, like, if you just stay glued to this shit, then... It's really going to affect our mental health. And Questlove posted a really interesting post where he was talking about the mental health of children and babies and how it's like a proven fact that when babies are born in distress, that they come out with mental health issues. And so we need to be cognizant of our young people right now, of what we're consuming. like we And we need to take care of ourselves, which is why... I agree with you. I think we do need love. I think we need to get back to humanity. And I think we just need to to do the things that will make us as happy as humanly possible um, as we, you know, we bunker up and we prepare for this next little bit. It's about to, it's about to get crazy in this bitch. But um, 
Yeah. I also think it's wise. I mean, it could be conspiracy theory and crazy, but I think people should, you should have cash on hand. If you got cash. Yo, my sister was just making fun of me about that. And I nope. said, because I went and got cash out, and she started laughing at me and was like, why are you getting cash? I was Maybe like, bitch, because what it. if you need cash? I should have said no, that. No. That would have been better. Oh, my God. The SAT exam is canceled in May. Ciao. Kids ain't going to college. Kids ain't going to college. 2020? 2020 is a dub. Yeah, 2020 is a dub. I just learned it. Remember when it was like, 2020 going to be my year. Nope. It's not. It's not anybody's year. Throw the whole fucking year away. But stay positive, guys. Positive vibes only. (laughs) Stay positive. Positive vibe. Where are those niggas at when we need them? Yo, we don't need them. The one boy was from New Rochelle. That's the hot spot in New York. I was like, yo, 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 yo. You all right? You coughing anything? It's like, gee, you good? That new, mm-mm. Keep your ass in New Rochelle. God bless. Anyway. All right. Do you have anything else Loving you want to talk to me about? Loving the time of Corona. Loving the time of Corona. Yeah. What did you say? Do you have anything else you want to talk to me about? No. This is it. I've talked all my life. What's JoJo Internet, doing? Stay well. What's JoJo well. doing? Mm-hmm. Where's your child? She's in the other room. Mm. All right. Where's Blue? Where wow. You got enough cat food for your cat? My cat is good. Thank you. What you make for dinner? I made a tuna steak um, with Ghanaian pepper sauce. Leftover rice and peas and green beans. And it was fucking delicious. I posted a picture of it on IG if you'd like to see it and get jealous. What'd you have for dinner? Chick-fil-A? <laughs> Popeyes? I, McDonald's? I had um, Store-bought shredded beans. chicken, like shredded taco, like softened chicken breast and shredded it. And like taco seasoning. I had basically I had tacos. <laughs> tacos, beans, and rice, cheese, and corn tortillas. It was banging. Hip hop and R and B. It's not very banging. It's not very vegan. Don't say nothing about veganism when you just said <laughs> I you just had, had a tuna, tuna steak. steak. But I had no cheese. Jazz said that if I can get rid of cheese, I'll be better off. So. Dr. Sebi died of pneumonia. He would be the most vulnerable out this motherfucker. Come on, okay? get off. <laughs> you do it way too much. Game of Thrones actor test positive. Which one? Oh my God. Jesus Christ. My guy. The gorgeous guy. Tormund. The, the redhead. No, not Jon Snow. He's like, I'm vegan. He's like, I'm vegan. I live in the woods. My kids been homeschooled. We got a farm. My bitch is a sacred healing woman. She co-wrote it with Queen of Fua. We are good. All right, let's go. I wish I, wish I had done. Oh, that. I forgot to say. Also, Joe Biden has committed to his running mate being a woman, and also that if he becomes president, he will put the first black woman Supreme Court justice on the bench. I thought that was very interesting. He's just throwing out everything. Yeah, he's like, black women, vote for me! But, um... He's like, I don't care who the fuck it is, but it'll be a woman, and she'll be black. Guaranteed. No, I think what he's saying is there's plenty of qualified women to choose from, and that's what he said. There's plenty of qualified women to choose from. He's not trying 
to have just the token woman, but he does think that his administration and his cabinet should be representative of the goddamn country. He's going to hire your Which ass. is a good spin. Fuck around and hire Antoinette. A. You don't want me L. running Henry. this bitch. All right. She'd be like, hey, Breezy, we running this rap shit. <laughs> All right. All right. I love well, you. Stay safe. You take care of yourself in the time of... I will. Mm. Pray for my mom because she don't need the damn corona. And I don't need her to have it up while I'm up here stressed and crying. Everybody pray for Ruju, please, because I don't, I don't want that on my heart. All you, right, you. All right, internet. Wait, don't hang up because I want to talk to you after this real fast. But all right, all and right, with everybody. that, we. Out. Oh, one other oh. thing. So we're gonna start on the next chapter. Everybody, call in. Give your um. Your What's lineage. the number? Girl, one eye hunter hustler. Hmm. You got to give them the numbers. And also, can't people, why are people asking if this is still around the way curls? Don't they hear that? That was, that was late. That was earlier. Mm. That's when, when I heard her say that, that's when I wrote you. I was like, can you please have Jolie do the voicemail? The number is 215-948-2780. 215-948-2780. In addition, now would be a great time to catch up on all around the way curl content as this is our 72nd episode. And we have tons of episodes for you to catch up on. So please feel free. Listen to our previous episodes. Feel free to rate and subscribe. Um, That would be super dope of you right now. If you could all just go and give us a little star or five stars and then leave a comment on the podcast so that we become more visible, we get more money, and we offer you more content. And become more entrenched in this unsustainable system. What? All right, right. everybody. Bye. (laughs) Bye. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. (laughs) Very good. Do you hear me? Do you feel me?